Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric and today I'm talking about uh, my predictions and hopes for NXT TakeOver Portland. Um, uh, if you've been listening recently, you may have noticed that I have not yet posted uh, episodes for NXT, NXT UK, SmackDown 205 Live, none of that yet this week, and that's because I've been traveling, um, and I was actually at SmackDown in Vancouver, which, which was, um, uh, the show is alright, uh, but I'll get into that I'll, uh, in an episode after I get back home. I'm going to go into detail about everything from this past week, but I wanted to get a quick episode out, um, uh, while I'm on the way down to Portland, um, uh, with my predictions for the show. Um, and, uh, what I'm really excited to see and, uh, yeah, uh, hopefully I can, I'm, I am driving right now. So hopefully I can remember all of the matches that have been announced. Um, there are six of them, so I should be able to remember all of them. Um, but real quick, uh, I'll go into more detail in the, the episode I just talked about, um, when I get back home, but, um, I did really, really enjoy the, um, uh, the, the segments where, uh, Pete Dunn and, uh, Matt Riddle were trying to figure out how to get to Portland with their gigantic, dusty, classic trophy. Um, so at first they were in a car and convertible and it turned out that neither of them had driver's licenses. So the car got taken away and then, um, they're out on a, one of those little paddle boats, those swan paddle boats. Um, Peter's like, what, what are we doing? He said, Oh, it's just, just where I come to think. Um, and then finally they get onto a private plane uh, they get into the boot, uh, Matt Riddle stuffs Pete Dunn into there after they get the trophy and then jumps in after him, and it turns out it is Triple H's private plane, um, so they're still weighed in the, the luggage there, so, yeah, th- th- those segments are really, really fun, um, there's also one segment with, uh, Bianca Belair, uh, she, uh, defeated Santana Garrett really quickly, and then, um, called out Rhea like what are you doing you're you're going over on Raw you're challenging people and challenging Charlotte to ask her to challenge you and you you're I, I, I I'm gonna beat you so it's all like why are you doing that so that was pretty cool and then uh Bianca stood tall she uh she she beat up Rhea Ripley there and that was um yeah, that's pretty exciting. Um, I'm really excited for that match. Um, there's also Adam Cole versus Kushida, and um, uh, what else was there? Those were the these were the main things. Oh, Roderick Strong fought somebody, and then we also had Johnny Gargano versus um, uh, Cameron Grimes. And that was uh, coming off of a, a live event last weekend, uh, actually in Riverside. They had a bit of a problem with each other backstage, and so that translated into the, the show this week. So, yeah, uh, some really good stuff. I kind of watched the show, like, two times in a way. So I watched the um, Hulu version of it, because that was available first. 
Um, or no, it wasn't available first, but I could actually download it so I could watch it on the plane on Hulu. So, um, that's what I did for that. But then I realized, oh, I missed, and I just forgot to mention, um, Dakota Kai, no, yeah, 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 it was Dakota Kai versus Candice LeRae. Um, that one was left off of the Hulu version, and then there was another one that was left off the Hulu version. I think it might have been Gargano versus Grimes. Um, or it's probably another one. But I'll talk about all that in more detail in the later episode, as I said. So, um, yeah, let's start with uh, Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox Because Tegan came out to um, help attack Dakota after uh, Dakota won her match against Candice LeRae. I think she won that match. But um, this street fight, and I was, I forget if I've talked about this, when they first announced that, I was thinking, oh, why isn't a Portland street fight? And if it was, they would have to use, uh, like, organic kendo sticks and locally sourced uh, folding chairs and all that kind of stuff. Um, that That's what would different, differentiate it from, like, a, a Chicago street fight or... Uh, or wherever, or a, a, a Philadelphia street fight, etc. But um, yeah, I am so excited for that match. I think that's going to be the match of the night. They're just going to destroy each other. And oh, wait, in storyline, I think Dakota Kai is absolutely in the right here. And that anytime that she's doing more quote unquote like evil stuff, it's because she's getting instigated more and more by these so-called good guys who are, like, like, they're just sticking together, like, uh, perpetuating their being a really bad friend to Dakota Kai. And they're, 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 they don't realize what they're doing. They don't realize they're in the wrong. And so they're just more and more in the wrong every week, I think. And yes, a couple of weeks ago, Dakota Kai did try to use that, that knee brace, to attack Tegan Knox first, but then Tegan cheated and used that knee brace and hit her, all that. And it was like, yeah, that's just bad. So, um, yeah, I'm totally on Dakota Kai's side in this match, and I hope she wins. Um, however, in real life, or at least uh, real life presented on screen or whatever, Tegan Knox is so awesome, and uh, she's been on uh, Up, Up, Down, Down a whole lot, or rather, left, right, left, right, for the most part, and ever, I've watched most of the videos that she's on, on there, um, since she started playing, um, Jedi Order Fallen Knight Star Wars with Johnny Gargano, uh, that series has been really fun, and then, uh, she's on one of the Wii Fit Ring Adventures game, uh, episodes, and then she was also, uh, had a Superstar Save Point episode. I think maybe a couple of other appearances here and there as well. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy just hearing her talk about stuff. Um, I mean, her Welsh accent is really cool, but, uh, she's also just, I mean, she's also just fun to listen to talk about, uh, all the stuff that she likes, uh, regardless of the accent. Um, but anyway, I am, t- I'm, I am rooting for Dakota Kai to win because, uh, uh, Tegan Knox is actually the evil one in the story. 
Um, okay, and then uh, we have Dominic Dijakovic challenging Keith Lee for the North American Championship. That's going to be fantastic. I think Keith Lee will win that match um, just because he, he only just won the, the championship. Um, and, uh, you know, they're friends right now. But maybe this turns into, like, this flips them back to being enemies uh, throughout this match. So I think there's a great story that can happen there uh, just in the match itself, let alone uh, the weeks coming out of it and all that. But I think it's uh, pretty interesting that the North American Championship is currently, like, the heavyweight championship. We're having these two of the biggest guys in in the league there in the league, what league, and yeah, two of the biggest guys in NXT, they're, they're going after each other, uh, whereas our, um, I mean, Tommaso is not a small guy, but, uh, our current NXT champion is a pretty, I mean, he, he, he almost qualifies for 205 Live, I think he weighs at 210 pounds or something like that, but, um, yeah, uh, yeah. I think Keith Lee will retain the championship, and uh, we'll see him uh, still champion going into WrestleMania. But I could, I would not be surprised if Dijakovic does get the win, and that, uh, that and that maybe does create the rift between them. Um, but Keith, I mean, Keith Lee is is like he's such a great talent, like, is so great at, every, like, at everything, and I could see, uh, him being wanted on SmackDown or Raw or whatever happens, and it's more difficult, I think I'm driving through some the wildfire smoke or something, um, it's, uh, it's a little bit more difficult for that to happen if he has an NXT championship. But then again, we have Rhea Ripley showing up on, uh, on, uh, on Raw the last couple of weeks. And presumably if she wins in the next couple of weeks as well. And so that brings us to, let's talk about that match. Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. I think this is going to be just awesome. I think it'll be, um, I think it'll be the best Rhea Ripley match since um, since she since she won the championship for sure, including the championship match where she won. Um, I th- uh, I mean the the ending was fantastic. There's uh, there's no real topping that excitement. Um, I don't know if I would be that same level of excited excited if. Bianca wins. I will be very excited if she wins, um, but I am rooting for Rhea um, because I I've mentioned this so many times. From the moment I saw Rhea Ripley in the first Mae Young Classic, I thought I want to see her kick Charlotte Flair's ass, and that is it's in the works for that to happen, and that is so exciting. Because uh, I want to see that match, and I want to see Rhea Ripley destroy. So, um, yeah, that's my. Big, but I would also be really excited to see Bianca Belair win, and 
man, Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair could be really, really good too. So, um, it might not, it might even be better, but, uh, because that's been what I've wanted to see since I first saw Rhea Ripley in the Mayan Classic, that's what I'm hoping to see happen, come to fruition at WrestleMania weekend. Um, okay, so that's three of the six matches. Um, what else do we have? We have, um, the one non-title match that's going down. That is, um, Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano. Um, I think Johnny Gargano... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Finn Balor won against Ilya Dragunov at uh, Worlds Collide. So he's on a hot streak. Um, uh, Johnny Gargano missed... Uh, well, he... I don't... Yeah, he did have a match at Worlds Collide. But it doesn't count as a takeover. But, um, I mean, he missed War, war Games. So uh, I think Johnny Gargano... He's, he's got to win. He's, he's got the fire going into this match, but so does, so does Finn. He, he, he's, he's not unworried about the match. So, man, this could go either way. Even if this match ended in, like, some type of disqualification, just to continue these guys going after each other, I would kind of be okay with that. And then they end up with some type of, some, like, no D disqualification sort of match in uh, uh, where, where's Wrestlemania forgot where <laughs> in Tampa uh, for takeover there um, but yeah this is gonna this is gonna be killer uh, I've we have not seen Demon Balor in NXT yet I don't I'm not saying I don't, we're not gonna I don't think we're gonna see him here in Portland but I could see it uh, becoming necessary in, uh, or maybe like a, a brand new version of the Demon. Um, it would be really cool to see in Tampa. Uh, okay, two, two other matches. We have the Dusty Classic winners, uh, the Broserweights, Matt Riddle and Pete Dune. <laughs> Matthew Riddell and Peter Dune. Um, versus the Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Um, yeah, this match is going to be great. Um, like, I, I think it would be just awesome if the Broserweights win the championship. And I kind of think that they will. Yeah, yeah, I think that has to happen. I think all of the championships now must go away from Undisputed Era for the next phase of their story to, to, to commence. So, um, yeah, I think the Broserweights will win it. Um, it may not be a very long reign. Maybe they even, uh, maybe they even lose the championships on regular TV in the next few weeks. I don't know, but this match is going to be fantastic and I'm really excited for it. Um, and I hope we get a little bit more of the uh, the Bobby Fish fry fish. How, many, how much fish would Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? And we get a little bit more of that type of thing. Or just whatever. Whatever <laughs> whatever gold these two can spend, I'm all for it. And whatever gold these two can win, I'm all for it. 
I didn't plan that at all. I'm, I'm really happy with that turn of phrase, how that turned out. But anyway, um, <laughs> and then that, that brings us to the, the last match. Uh, presumably, this will be the main event. Adam Cole versus Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT Championship. This will be awesome. Um, like every every single match on this card has the potential to be the best not just the best match of the night but the best match of the year um and I am I'm so excited I mean we've we haven't had very many championship matches in the last two uh NXT pay-per-view events uh because everybody except for Shayna no, even Shayna was involved in there. Who is everybody? Everybody except for the cruiserweight champion, who I think was Leo Rush at the time, um, were in War Games matches at Takeover War Games. Um, so it, we didn't have any of those defended on that on that show. And then at um, Worlds Collide. We had most of the champions um, in that uh, in that match against um, uh, Imperium. Zolve Undisputed Area went, uh, went up against Imperium, and when uh, we did have the women's championship match, uh, Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm. Um, but I don't think anybody was really expecting Tony to to get the win so quickly. Because this is the I. I pretty sure that was the first match that Tony, uh, Rhea, Rhea defended. Um, and also they were there at the same time they were building towards this takeover with Bianca Belair winning that battle Royal and all of that. And then now we're, as, as we're getting this match, they're building towards the next big match against Charlotte Flair, which, um, I don't know. It is different. So I do appreciate the, uh, the different feel to all this that uh, Rhea as champion has, um, but it also kind of feels like a spoiler that they have to add in there. But oh, but you you have to worry about this match first, that kind of thing. And it's not just like this this weekly match first. We kind of expect Rhea Ripley to win if it's just a weekly uh, on the weekly show. But th- no, these are at takeover type events. And they're already looking forward to the next one after that. So it's different, but also kind of feels like they have to... Yeah. Okay, we're we're planning that match uh, ahead, but uh, it feels like, oh, Rio's definitely going to win. So it does... In a way, it sort of takes, takes away from it, but it also has a different feel... Um, that we're having multiple builds and it does make it more interesting it has more people involved um, and like all these segments with Bianca and Charlotte have been really good especially the ones on NXT uh, well Bianca hasn't shown up hasn't, hasn't appeared on Raw yet um, like I said yet, yet it would make sense for her to go there even though she, she doesn't even go there because that's where the street profits are, so I, it, it would make sense. It would make a lot of sense. Like this, so, this one could go either way. Um, 
and I would be all for a triple threat. Uh, but it kind of seems like it's going to end up being, uh, it could be a multi-woman match for the, the SmackDown Championship at WrestleMania. Or at least I hope it is. Um, it could be Naomi and Carmella in there, but also Sasha Banks um, and or Lacey Evans. And so that could be really, really cool if there's, I mean, having a legit, like a legit match with those five, that could be pretty awesome for WrestleMania. And and it's just for the one title and it's, yeah, I think we'll see what happens. But I also kind of hope Sasha Banks versus Bailey just straight up at WrestleMania that'd be pretty, pretty awesome. Um, this has nothing to do with NXT, but I am pretty excited, uh, that Bailey will be defending her championship at Super Showdown. However, SmackDown is the show that suffers if everybody gets, gets stuck trying to get back, gets delayed trying to get back to the United States in time for the next night, the show the next night, but we'll see what happens. But, um, Bailey will be fighting against either Naomi or Carmella, and they're having a match next week to determine who will win that. Um, so spoilers, uh, Bailey did successfully defend against Carmella um, on this week's SmackDown. That was a great match. I really, really liked that match. Uh, but I'll talk about that more in the episode about this entire week of shows coming up. Uh, for now, I'm going to get back to focusing on driving. I may have, I, I don't I even know what happened in the last 20 minutes of driving. I was just talking the whole time. I think I stayed in my lane the whole time. Um, I'm still moving, so I didn't end up in a ditch or anything yet. But, um, yeah, let me know what you think about uh, TakeOver Portland. What, what match you're most excited about who you think you think is going to win all of these matches oh and Tommaso Champ uh, Tommaso is going to win absolutely and it'll be that it undisputed will be in shambles they're not going to know what to do and they're going to just kind of maybe they're going to go crazy maybe again uh, go crazy on each other or maybe they'll unite with that craziness and just take it out on everybody else Whatever happens, I'm excited for it. Um, But yeah, I think Undisputed Era will be the opposite of draped in gold. They'll be stripped of gold. Um, And I think that'll be really great story-wise. So, that is... That's it. Let me know what you think about uh, TakeOver Portland by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe out there in all of the infinite multiverses. And I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye!